Hey guys, uh, this is the Distance Theory Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm Garrett Cardo with my co-host Ryan Mazzozo. And uh, today we have a guest who goes by the name of David Perez. Um, let's go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is David Perez. Uh, I'm graduating from Western High School. I'm going to a school in Ohio called Lake Erie College. Um, I had a great time at Western. I wouldn't take it back for anything. Uh, and I also worked for a year at Runner's Depot and uh, learned a lot more about running than the average person would. So. Do you still work for Runner's Depot or no? Uh, no, I just recently resigned. I wanted to enjoy my last month of Florida, just, you know, going to the beach every day, going to Orlando, you know, like I didn't want to work my last month in Florida. Shit, trust me, bro. I feel that shit. Yeah. I feel that for sure. <laughs> but, uh, all right, Ryan. Well, floor is yours. Um, so I met David in eighth grade, uh, at a middle school practice. I don't really remember him too well, but David is probably the biggest running nerd I know in Broward right now. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I just wanted to ask you, like, how did it start? Like, like, how did you get into running? Well, a lot of it, a lot of it is to my sister. Um, she started running when she was a freshman in high school and I was in sixth grade. I honestly hated it at the time. I was, I was playing soccer. Um, and as she got better, she would force my family to go in to run road 5Ks. And I would just tag along because I was forced to. I didn't have a I didn't have a choice. And I started doing pretty good, but like not enough to the point where I would quit soccer for it. Um, I was running. I remember my first 5K. I ran a 20 25 something as a seventh grader. And I remember I got like super hype at the finish line, having no idea if that was good or bad. Um, and but but that, that's really it. That's you how said it 20, you said 25 and an 8K. Uh, 5K. My, did I say it? my fault? <laughs> nah, <laughs> <But I> hope, <laughs> hopefully soon. Um, so then from there, like it, like the my middle school opened up a cross country team, and I joined it. Just it was honestly just because my sister kind of forced me into it. I was still playing soccer and everything. It was I was playing two sports at that time. Um, and I got pretty good. And lucky enough for the Quest of Trace Middle School, we were the first ever middle school in Broward County to win cross country county championships. Um, and I was lucky enough to lead that team with some good friends of mine, um, Frankie and Matthew. Love you guys. Uh, so <laughs> there, that's when I started in high school. I said, oh, if I did pretty good in middle school, I didn't see how high school was. And then that, that's just how it started. And even then, all the way up till freshman year, I was playing soccer and running. And I was on a pretty good team. We were top 20 in the state at one point. Um, wait, 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 pause. You got coached by Coach Cunningham in middle school? Yeah. <laughs> yo that's that is that's like a full circle moment right there wow. that's hilarious yeah and I, i'm pretty sure i remember the practice where i met ryan um it was we were doing two miles tempo or whatever that was no, he doesn't know what tempo is he just made you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i remember like he was like oh this is just like one of my students i'm I'm teaching him at uh, Nova how to become a coach. And then that, that's really it. Like, But I, I do remember him. Yeah, the origin stories for you, Ryan, was the origin stories of me coaching. So, <laughs> Pretty funny. But, yeah, which uh, I'd like to say is, even on the podcast, you actually, Garrett, you're one of the huge inspirations to me and why I quit running or why I quit soccer for running. Uh, my freshman year at district. I was going to say, I, I hope I didn't make you quit running. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I saw you win districts and I saw – you go one and two with your teammate there. It was 
like I was already 50 50 I didn't know where because I made it on the practice team my freshman year but I made a varsity for running right and running is one of those sports where it's not easier to get a scholarship in but you can reach out to a coach and say like hey listen here are my times they're your scholarship standards like like what's up you can't do that in soccer you know you can't put decision making into numbers or if you have a lot of goals maybe it's just because you you know you're you're a sister is really good and you just keep getting a lot of tap-ins and maybe you as a player aren't as good running it. That doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. it's more, it's more down to the numbers. Like you can't fake those numbers. Um, this is cross country and the shorts, the course is short, but that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, like <laughs> I, I talked to, uh, I, I was actually just talking to um, Zach the other day, Ryan's runner and um, well yesterday. And, and I was like, yeah, bro, like running as far as getting recruited for it is just like it's straightforward there's a database with all your times you can't fake it if you do i'm gonna be the one that goes on there and looks at it and be like yeah you lied your ass off about like <laughs> right like, you, you do not run a 420 mile your pr is 457 like ryan <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's definitely true like for sure so so that was one of the big factors and so were you when i saw I remember, like, when they posted the heats, and then there's a guy running 4.16, and I was a, a freshman, like, trying to break five. <laughs> I was like, dang, like, that guy, like, so that, and that, I just want to thank you for that. Appreciate the inspiration of mine. Um, yeah, I always, I always, I love hearing about, like, because you just don't know that. That's the thing with the running community. Like, we're all nerds and shit, so <laughs> everybody, everybody always, like, I, I looked up to, like, a couple guys the same way you did, and um and then there will probably be people from western that look up to you the same way that uh like you know guys from my school looked up to me and and shit like that so um I think it's cool like I, I don't know if Ryan ever had anybody that he looked up to just because he got a late start but um, I didn't actually I just, yeah I didn't know what I was he's doing just, I was just running he was just out there running I guess yeah yeah um so you finish your freshman year, you see Garrett win districts, and you're like, oh, my God. When did you kind of, like, f- fell in love with running? Like, you became obsessed with it. Well, when I – that's when I decided I should quit soccer, but um, – or from my Hispanic school. Um, I originally fell in love, like, seriously fell in love with it end of my junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of, I know it's kind of a big gap from end of freshman year to end of junior year, but that's, that's where the pandemic hit that gap. And I just lost so much motivation. Like at that point, I was just thinking like, oh, if I'm, if I'm going to go run, I'm going to just go to, to like uh, some low school and just get as much money as possible. Like whatever, like something like that. Um, which is not a good way to think it really isn't. Um, and at the end of my junior year, when I, you know, when I did pretty good, I made it to regionals for the mile, which I did not expect that. I remember thinking like, wow, like I could actually make it farther. And, you know, running is one of those sports where it's, it's all like 90% mental and it's only 10% physical. Like it's not, it's not as physical as you think it is. So I think the fact that how I didn't really care as much until the end of my junior year is what made me improve so much my senior year. Um, and that's when I realized, like, when I really focused, like, all my energy into it, that's when I started to fall in love with it. Like, the first time breaking 17, bro, like, I was in, t- like, tears at the finish line. Like, I was like, like, what? Like, my freshman year, I was like, I was, I was going to be happy if I was in the 17s, period. Now, the fact that I'm sub-17 was like, whoa, you know? So, that, that was probably the big of my big motion when I fell in love with it. 
And when did you um, start working at Runners Depot the same time? Uh, start of my senior year. Yeah, I was actually, I was working in a kitchen. I was working as a line cook for two and a half years before that. Like I used to go. Where at? Burgerfy and La Toreta in Weston. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I it's was. Not, it sounds terrible. It, like it was like now I think about it before I'm like oh I can handle it and I did I handled it for two years but having to do a speed workout and then going home shoving food in your mouth showering and having to go work an eight-hour shift in 90 degree weather like cooking stuff on a Friday night was horrible like that was so bad for my body like that it made sense why I was always tired like it uh, I'm glad it that you realized that because it's funny you say that because you worked at Runners Depot well, I used to work at my junior year um I worked on the weekends at the Moe's in like right next to it literally right next to it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um but like working there I remember like bro I'd I'd finish a shift and I'd get home and I'd think about running and I'd be like nah I'll do that shit tomorrow (laughs) yeah or like you would go run and then you would run like a 10 minute mile pace like for four miles like it was horrible like you, you would yeah no run. no I would force myself to at least run like 650s but it's just really rough on the body when you're like standing up and just uh yeah. doing all types of like physical work before you actually have to run yeah and I wasn't like thinking at that time like that you could run before work which either way you look at it, it's bad either way type to be yeah. honest so Cause then now you, you run bad, like, I mean, you run before work and then you come into work tired and then now you get smacked with a Friday night rush. What are you going to do? Like you're, you're going to have to muscle through it and you're going to mess up a bunch of orders and now you got your boss yelling at you and like, no, no one likes that. So, yeah. So, um, with runners depot, like how did you start that job? Cause so, I, I know he hires like a lot of runners, but. So it's actually kind of a long story. I didn't have an interview or anything. I actually got offered the job. So they have their, their running team. Um, and my coach, uh, he was a professional runner for Kenya at one point. He actually trained in the same training house that Elia Kichobe trained in. They actually knew each other, which is cool flex. Um, <laughs> uh, so That's actually the second time I heard that because uh, Kevin, I think Kevin told me that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we us Western kids we flex about that all the time. Like that's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they they met each other at a marathon. Like uh, my coach and the owners of Runners Depot, and they became friends and whatnot. And they were talking on how they needed more people for the running team. And my coach is like, well, you know, let me show you my top runner from my high school. And I met with them, and they like I met with them to talk to interview for the running, the running team. Um, and they really liked my personality and right there on the job they offered me to work for them and I actually turned it down originally because I was working as a line cook in a pretty good restaurant so I didn't didn't want to turn that down um and then later on like two months later I realized I didn't want to work in the kitchen anymore <laughs> <laughs> so I came back to them and they're like great when can you start and I told them like to start next Monday and then it started like that and it was the best high school job for a runner like ever like it not only did it just I got very good at selling but being able to like see someone walk and be like okay like this guy pronates so he needs the adrenaline GTS or the Rahi or the Gaviota like off off the top of my head I know a bunch of shoes that he would fall into like it's just it's just so cool to know like people would come up to me like 
from other schools sometimes too, like at meets, because they know I would work there because they would see me and they would come to me asking like if they had a special pain or like like what shoe I would recommend. Um, or even my own teammates, they would come up to me and they were like, yo, like I kind of have this pain in particular, what shoe do you recommend this or that? Or like, do you rec like if I need an insert and all that sort of stuff. And it just felt cool being like that guy that just knows about it and people would come to me, you know, like it, or, or when someone has a pain and it's like, okay, you have pentafasciitis or you have this, or you have that. Like it's, it's a very satisfying like job to know. Like I, I recommend someone go like anyone listening to there, bro, if you can't apply there, it's the, it's the best in the world. Um, so do you think that that kind of helped out with like, do you think that helped you fall more in love with running? Like working there since you were surrounded by runners, like the, obviously the owner's a runner and, and all yeah. that stuff. 100%. One, and not only that, but a lot of the workers there, um, a lot of them are like older people that like have been working there for a while. All of them were like prime runners at, at one point, like, like all those guys, you ask them, most of them were running like 14, but they were like whatever age uh, so it's cool to know that every worker there has like a prime running story and like everyone has their own cool story and on the walls too there's a bunch of like cool pictures of professional athletes that they have met and just it definitely did make me fall in love with running even more and I got to meet a lot of runners too when I was fitting them it was the best it really was amazing like I I would I w if I could relive this year I would have started working at runners Zipa earlier 100 percent so um did you work with any of your competition like yeah um towards the end she started hiring a lot of high school students so i had to work with essentially almost a whole saint thomas team oh. uh, <laughs> 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 uh, they're probably gonna be listening to this so love you guys um <laughs> uh yeah that that was something else um, i feel like every, i feel like everybody has like a love-hate relationship with saint thomas because like you don't really hate the runners there like nobody really hates the runners there i mean maybe some people do but like it's more so just the school like the status of the school yeah yeah 100 yeah, yeah. um but yes i did get to work with some of my competition i also got to fit a lot of my competition um give them, the wrong, give them the wrong shoes <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they like break the ankles like yes <laughs> that's why you like working there so much huh? <laughs> uh, um but uh, of course i never did that but yeah i uh i got to work a lot of the west Broward kids too um and, and yeah that's really just st thomas west Broward kids and then one mm -hmm. kid from um uh, pines charter but okay bro love you bro you're gonna do great Wait, I think I know who that is. I think I met him. He goes to Pinecrest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said Pine Strider. I was like... Did I say Pine Strider? My yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I meant to say. So many pines. In North South Dude, North. Pine Strider hasn't had, like, any good runners in a long time. Yeah. But yeah, he, uh, he's up there. So I need you to say your hot take. Why do you hate Nike shoes so much? Okay, Ooh. hold up. Before I go and get sued, it's not that I don't hate them. I just... I just like other shoes more. Like, like okay, I'll explain you Hoka and Saucony why I like them so much, right? Yeah, I so, see the Hoka sticker in the back on your... Yeah, uh, dude, I'm, I'm a huge Hoka fan. Like, absolutely. If you see all my running for it, it's either Hoka or Saucony. But um, for me, for example, right, I'm a shorter guy. Like, anyone that's met me, I'm 5'6". So I got shorter legs. I need something that has a meta rocker in it to help my high cadence. 
Nike doesn't really help me in that. Wait, real um, quick, just explain what that is for the viewers and also okay. maybe myself. <laughs> a meta rocker, okay, a meta rocker is when the shoe slightly pushes you forward. It's essentially, how much of a heel drop is in the shoe? Okay. Um, I mean, the heel drop doesn't always affect it because it's if a shoe doesn't bend, it probably has a meta rocker in it. Nikes are very flexible; they bend a lot, which is good and bad. But for someone like me, I need a shoe that won't bend, so it pushes me forward and gives me that meta rocker. Meta rockers are not cheating either. I mean, they're it's very common in shoes. Um. So it basically just forces you to run on your on your uh your midfoot, yeah, your forefoot. Forefoot yeah. to midfoot, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it just gives you a better tr- transition from point A to point B, essentially. And since I have a high cadence, which uh, how many steps per minute I take because I'm shorter, yeah. Um, that helped me more comfortable in my longer runs, and it just it just did a lot of the work for me. Um, Nike isn't a bad brand, but they just don't have that as much. Um, and then same with Saucony, like Saucony the 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 endorphin speeds or the endorphin pros or even the endorphin shifts those have some of the best meta rockers i've tried and i've tried on every shoe that has a meta rocker because i know that's the kind of style of shoe i like and that meta rocker makes it so comfortable for me like it just it just makes my running like it just it's perfect for my running style and when i tried on nice shoes it just it just wasn't it um and i also supinate um when supinates when you come on the outside there's pronating supinating and there's neutral i supinate and i have a high arch um bro i i if you look at my shoes like like the outside of my shoes are like always so worn down because i kind of land on like my outside toes it depends on what shoes i wear though which is why i kind of strayed away from like uh base nike like zoom fly models because they would they would really alter my gait and it would it would really like it caused a lot of injuries and like you know nike they're, they're a great band obviously but i just they don't have a lot of like weight insignificance like i just see it as like a good shoe but it's not like crazy now there's some great great nike shoes that i would run in um there's one i think it's called the invincible um it's a high cushion neutral shoe it's a softer shoe yeah they, they have they have the zoom x phone foam in them yeah and then obviously they're plated shoes like the next percent or yeah. the alpha size obviously those are amazing like I'm, I'm not gonna talk bad about those but like like the pegasus i tried on that shoe and it it didn't like I couldn't see myself like I could see myself running in it, but it's, I wasn't like, whoa, this is amazing. Like it's. it's I don't. I don't like. I never really like peg. Like, cause we're sponsored by Nike, so we get, like, our coach gets pegs. He gets pegs, and um, he used to get structures, which are like one of the worst shoes you can you can wear. <laughs> um, but I really like the old peg models. Like, if I could get a pair of Nike Pegasus thirty threes, like I'd buy like eight pairs of them right now. Yeah, that's it's, and they also re- they pump out so many shoes. That it's it's like, and they they alter the shoe each year. It's just, it's not the same. Like I don't know. Like I, I just personally really like the Hoka model, and it's also different. You know, it's it's different to be away from the crowd, not not to be like quirky or whatever. But it is. Yeah, different. yeah, yeah. I feel you. Um. So yeah. I mean, then, different things work for different people. So. Yeah, that's true. It. One hundred percent. Yeah. And then. Um. So, oh, so aside from. Let's see. Um, have you ever tried like anything besides Sakoni or Hoka's? And like, what was the result? Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. Like I used to only run in Asics. Um, and then Brooks as well. Like I mean, I worked at a running shoe store, so every yeah, yeah. I tried on like a billion shoes at one point. Um, and they just they they just didn't work out for me as well as Sakoni and Hoka did. And but that's also another thing. Not every Hoka shoe works well for me. My my worst race this year was in the Hoka Bondi X, which 
like it's it's not a good chew. Um, have you tried al- Poca, Have you tried ultras before? Oh, I one hundred percent. Yeah, I love ultras. I, I, I hate them. Really? <laughs> I, I, I mean, them. I like. I can't wear them for running, but for like everyday use, I could one hundred percent. No, I ran in a pair of um, I think Escalantes, and they were the. I just don't like the zero heel drop on them. Yeah, um, zero heel drop. What that means, someone who doesn't doesn't know what that means essentially is that in every shoe your foot slightly slits on a like on a tilt zero heel drop means it's flat like you're essentially f- like standing on a piece of paper in the shoe but that piece of paper is soft like that very is- minimalistic shoe i, I don't really yeah. it's love or hate but i, I love it I, i'm yeah. like super into that i don't like high cushioning at all i'm like Ooh, medium to low cushion, so- which is strange because i like cocoa but so you're really like you're like uh you like the minimalistic like shoe like with the zero heel drop and everything like that yeah like um I didn't ultras. I didn't like them that much for running, um, but it's also because I have a narrow foot and they're wider. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked like the Kambara. I really like that one from Saucony, um, and then the Speed. Obviously, the Hoka. I mean, the Saucony Speed, and then the Hoka Mock and the Hoka Clifton are like my two favorite shoes. Clifton for like easy run. You wanted to ask a question, more. right, Ryan? I was a little off subject, but it was still with with him working. Um, can you explain why you would text me like a Friday night and be like, hey, do you want to do this relay marathon with me? <laughs> okay, it's because <laughs> we're a relay marathon. We just we needed a fourth and we're just trying to find someone that was a fourth that we know is decently good at running, which um, we still yeah, got I don't know why year. you texted me. <laughs> um, I was just trying to find someone, bro. Or maybe you knew someone. But why wouldn't your job make you do it or something? Um, wait, what happened? Wouldn't your job make you do it, like, or, like, you would run for them or something like that? It's, like, me and John? No, your job, your job. Oh, oh, my fault. Uh, No, I didn't have to run for them, but they would always offer me discounts to wear their jerseys and run it at races, um, which is the best. That Oh, that was so cool, like, don't, you know, getting free races. Wait, so what, um, what was this race? You, you were doing, like, a... So, the ultra, you know, Vista View right i'm assuming yeah. this of you so it's um it's six hours and it's how many laps you can run um so it's a baton so like it's a team of four so one person runs with a baton and then they hand it over to the next one person and then that counts as one and then it's four like it, it's a relay essentially and it's yeah. how many times you can run it it's an ultra marathon it's called an ultra relay marathon yeah um and you would do this in the middle of the season <laughs> Oh yeah. wait, hold on. You first off, that's terrible. Second it's, off, it's like in January or something. It's not. It's not. It's like not. It's so in the middle of the season, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. Okay, so let me. Okay, I would hope that you guys at least. Well, January, I guess. I would hope it's not that hot, but like, damn. I mean, it starts oh. at six a.m. and finishes at twelve. So okay, that's see, that's not bad. So there's not that much heat going on. Yeah. Towards the end, okay. yeah, but um so ryan so ryan pussied out then yeah now explain <laughs> yourself right no, yeah explain yourself ryan why you didn't run i overslept uh, yeah he said yeah. that last week last week he was supposed to go to um champ sports and uh Pines. they have a run every week he was supposed to go to that run so i went over there expecting to see him there and he wasn't there i call him i call him and he's half asleep <laughs> Uh, that's very true mind you this Um, is coming this is coming from the guy that uh that says he wants to relate to his runners so he tries (laughs) to run (laughs) so he tries to train himself yeah look at that top tier coach (laughs) 
Ooh, I have a question for you guys now. Okay. Um, this was a topic, common talk with me and my friends. Do you guys think high schoolers uh, take um, like dope or something to make like them EPL? faster? Yeah, like, do you think there's high schools out there that are taking it? Any, you don't have to say any of the names, but any big name high schoolers that are like running low fours or breaking fours? Or do you think any of them, do you think they're all natural? Um, yeah, I think that it's just, I feel like it's uh, like maybe there have been like in the past, but I don't really think that there's that many talented high schoolers, like in the sense that like super talented high schoolers, like how Alan Webb was when he came out of high school. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't know. I, I think that'd be, it'd be pretty messed up if there were high schoolers taking EPO, but um, I honest, I really wouldn't put it past, especially if they're not going to college necessarily, like, after high school like those guys that go pro after after high school I could see it but no I mean if you're talking about pro athletes like probably like 50 to 75 percent of pro athletes probably dope like that's probably like a good estimate really it's just a true bro I mean like obviously everybody does everybody wants to be the clean you know like uh top tier all natural all natural athlete but once you get to a certain point, like there's, there's so many, like your body just hits a wall. Like there's limits to running and, and what you can do naturally. So that's a hot topic, but um, it's definitely, definitely something that should be discussed more in track and field. I mean, you know who uh, um, Nigel Amos from Botswana is, right? He's a, he's, he's the number two all time in the 800 behind the Rudisha. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I he just that. he just got clipped for doping. He was he was blood doping. So yeah, he think any and, like those big names like Cole Hawker, like any of those guys. You think that's a little tricky because because when you're a fan of someone, you don't want to believe that they dope. <laughs> but I like truth. Like I truly do believe that. Um, and I hope like he never listens to this if we ever do get him on the podcast. But like. I wouldn't even say I, I don't I don't know but I feel okay I feel like the top athletes do dope like to a certain extent now obviously not everybody but like there's a reason why like you know like uh Kip Singh or isn't is it Kip Singh um the 1500 world record holder uh-huh. or he he's not the he's like number two all time but he's a Kenyan guy he also got busted for doping a few times Mo Fair had his controversy. Centro had his controversy. Um, I mean, his his head coach literally got banned from coaching for doping for 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 doping with his athletes. So I mean, wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll, another. I'll give you another quick example. But um, uh, the coach for NCAT, um, you know Randolph Ross, four hundred runner. Mm-hmm. He just got. Um, he's supposed to compete in the 400 at the world championships and he's not competing there anymore. Cause, um, he got caught. yeah, some integrity unit with, uh, athletics, um, basically like banned him from competing at the world championships. So it's not exactly linked to doping yet, but if it's an integrity unit, that's doing that, it probably is doping. So, and his dad got caught for doping back in the 2000s. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say high school wise, I don't think, um, I don't think so, or at least majority of it. I just think the reason why we're seeing such fast times is coaches are getting a lot smarter. 
athletes are getting they're starting like the shoes bro the shoes the shoes are a big difference they they truly are they are i i think they are but i don't think i think it's not the i don't think it's like the spikes i think it's more like the training shoes you know what i mean i don't think it's like the actual race itself that it definitely the shoes, it, it is the spikes as well i don't i just feel like it's a combination of everything though i feel like more runners are believed like it's more like I think when the Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile that same year, 50 other athletes or 48 other athletes broke it. I think it's kind of the same thing with high school. I think we've had four or five kids break four minutes in a mile this year. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's a mental thing. So mental coaching, uh, high schools are just getting it more. You know, there's more. And not to say, like, when I was saying earlier that that there weren't any, like, super talent, there are extremely talented high school runners. Like, if you if you break four, like – in high school you're an animal but like alan webb was in his own category is what i have to say for sure right um but i just i i think that across the board even in college like you see in college this year um and you look at this year to previous years um the time to get into regionals has dropped like drastically like um and, and like i think like three years ago i was talking to a friend about this um indoors in the mile four flat would have got you to the indoor national championship uh this year you had to run 355 and that was barely squeaking in and that's a that's a five second difference and in, in a in a mile and that's not yeah. a lot of wiggle room so wow uh, yeah and also just over, like you guys have mentioned it but i think a lot of nutrition has gotten better too um like stuff like the martin gels like those those things are pure crack like it's those are amazing um you guys know what the martin gels are and the, all the martin companies uh i've never tried it but i assume it's like any other energy gel that you take when you run it's the one that eddie kichobi did to break too okay uh, it's that company and yeah it, i mean it, it's it can be attributed to everything literally everything as a yeah. civilization we get more advanced every year you know yeah makes you think where we're going to be like 20 years from now like if it's just common for like freshmen to just break four like <laughs> yeah, i don't know we, <laughs> might get to a we might get to a point i hope i'm not running by then because I'll, be, I'll feel pretty shitty about my running accomplishments to be honest with you but <laughs> yeah so um i was just saying that uh to put things uh in a just sum everything up i guess um no, I don't think that high schoolers are doping right now. I mean, there could be, but I highly doubt it. Maybe like a one or two or three, maybe a four or five. But <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think so. I feel like two distance runners are just not like that. I don't know. That's just personally me, kind of my biased opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to get to a certain level before you even really consider that. Like, a lot of guys do it when they get stagnant in their training or they get stuck somewhere. Like, yeah. So, um, moving on though from your work, just uh, your senior year, you went I think four thirty two in a mile. Uh, ten was it nineteen in two mile? I think it was ten seventeen. Ten seventeen in two mile. Um. I don't want to go too crazy about into your season, but just kind of summarize it up. And uh, what do you feel like helped you the most from going to be like a 25 minute 5k runner in seventh grade <laughs> to a, a sub 17 minute guy? 
five, I think your PR is right. It was actually I have it right there because there's paper. It was like 1646. Okay. It was. I don't, uh, it was. Yeah. Um. A lot. Honestly, a lot of it was just the relationship I had with my coach. Like, man. Like, I I love my coach to death. Like he he was amazing. Um. And he always I, used to bring the bike out, right? At, at Markham. Yeah. He on because he's Kenyan. He would just run with us sometimes. Like yeah. towards the end of my senior year, he couldn't keep up with us. But like it happened a lot. Where like the last rep of whatever speed walking we were doing, he would come up there and really humble us um like <laughs> really humble us <laughs> in some like in his work uniform um it uh, a lot of him out to my coach mike um and also my teammates um you know since running is a lot of men mental like we talked about before like it's just having a good teammate really just made it a lot better uh it's it was really good like i i wouldn't take back my my high school experience at all um and we didn't have a track for a while, which really sucked. But besides that, like, that was the only, like, bump in the road that I wish was different. But besides that, I wouldn't take anything back. 100%. I really enjoyed my high school experience, especially running with the team. Um, now you're going to Lake Erie. <laughs> now you're going to Lake Erie. Uh, is it college? Is that just Lake Erie College, Lake Erie University? Lake Oh, it's Lake Erie, Lake Erie College, yeah. Lake Erie College. Um, what's your goals these next couple of years um, for running? Well, uh, next couple of years as in, like, college or, like, overall, yeah. like, career? Just, uh, just running, like, the next couple of years for running. Um, you think well, you'd be the 10K goal, guy, 15, 8? I, I talked to my coach already, and he's – or the coach before, the, the one we just got, the new one – um, he seems that I'm probably gonna be a 10k guy, 10k to 5k guy, and then occasionally 1500s here and there. Um, 1500, yeah, 1500s. Um, I mean, I do have a 34, 50 something 10k, which I ran at the Flanagan 10k, the road race. Um, so like that, that right there is pretty good. I'm not really sure yet. Also, like, I just like running. So if if they need an 800 guy, bro, I'll be there. You need a 400 guy, <laughs> but, like I got you. If if you need a 10k, a steeplechase, or a heap team, I don't know what it's called. When they do like every event, I'll be that guy. I literally don't, I just like, like I just I just enjoy it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like um, I I'll do whatever. I honestly don't really care. Like, as long as I'm having a good time and enjoying my college career, I don't mind. But it would be cool to be that Venezuelan guy since there's only two big Venezuelan names in the track and field world. The long jump girl. Yuli, she holds the world record, and then she Lewis just won Volta. the world championship. Yeah, she won yeah. it like like yeah a little bit ago. Yeah, up to her, bro. She's the best. Um, and then Luis Orta, which is uh, he was a marathon guy. Um, Ran I'm trying to be. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy, you know that. Um, yeah. but see, he, you know him, and like he's that Venezuelan guy. I'm trying to be the next like Venezuelan guy. Like that's like my my career goal. Like I hopefully I can take a Venezuelan record in something. Yeah. So, hopefully the 5K, 1322. That's a lot, but I'll get it eventually. Never know. Um, So your school that you're going to, do you guys have an indoor season or no? Yeah, indoor, and we have an indoor track as well. Oh, that's fire. And you guys have, um, I'm sure you guys will probably go to Spire. I heard Spire is a pretty good indoor track. That's our indoor track. We have like, I think they have like a contract or something. We can go there like four times a week and we have like a whole schedule for us. Oh, that's fire. It's like two miles away, something like that. Oh damn! I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, cause Spire is like um, 
it's a 300 meter in their track right mm-hmm. but yeah. they train there a lot like my coach even said you're going to be there as often to call it your second home yeah because it, bro it's cold in ohio mm-hmm. the and we're right off the lake like it is called lake erie college uh so you can actually like from like certain tall places you can actually see the the lake from from like the campus um uh, and it's really cool. I, they actually, there's also another outdoor track that's like a mile away. They run, they run everywhere since a lot of stuff is close. Um, and I got to run in very cold weather. I, I don't remember how cold it was, but it was, I remember it was like 14 inches of snow and it was an easy run. Like I didn't even sweat and I ran like, so it you, was like you a visited there. Run. Oh yeah. I stayed overnight and everything. Like I awesome. met the teammates and everything. Yeah. I, I would never commit to a school if I've never visited or met the teammates or anything you never you uh, good bro because he like a lot of kids uh they get into stuff like that and they don't really know what they're they're putting them they don't know the situation they're putting themselves in so that's good yeah i'm playing video games already with the teammates and all like we're, we're like I, I made sure i was this is a big commitment since i'm flying across the country yeah so, so well that's good i mean that's that's really important because um you know You'll and you'll see uh, throughout your college career that you're gonna have a lot of people come and go, a lot of people on the team, and like even my own team, we've had uh, we've gone from our our freshman class from 2019, we had 11 guys, we have four right now, and I'm one of them. So there's four, just four of us left. So, right. but yeah, that I mean. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, um, it happens, so, you know, be prepared for it, but um, that's good. That's good that you uh, that you got all that done, and you're, uh, damn, 14 inches of snow? I could Yeah, it was past my, it was, like, and, like, since they made them, that's to, like, push out the trails, it, like, push it off to the side, it was, like, past my waist. Damn. So it was pretty tall, but it was done. It was so cool, bro. And like after the run, I like jumped in the snow. I regretted it, but it was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, did you have any question? Any more like questions? No, not no. really. Um, did you want to do the questions I sent you, or you want to have the old questions? Or... You can go ahead. You can go ahead with it. All right. Um. So David, we do like these. I don't. We keep changing the title. We keep changing like a title, like like. <laughs> Just it's, it's just a bunch of questions. Like right now, it's like the all-out kick questions. But before it was like, I don't even remember what it was before, to be honest. But I feel like every podcast has their own uh, thing. But we're just gonna call a bunch of random questions. You can uh, answer it quick as you want or slow as you want. Uh, what's your favorite running shoe? Because I know it's between Hoka and Sakoni. You have a oh, probably the Hoka Mach Five. That's okay. like, is that like a? like a super fast like trainer it's more yeah it has like really hard cushioning on top of really soft cushioning so it's like crazy yeah. soft and it's still very responsive what was the shoe you wore for states across because you didn't wear spikes right i think i wore spikes oh you did I don't okay I, I, i'm pretty sure i wore the hoka cross-country spikes um i forgot what they're called but they're blue and yellow okay because i remember you asked me i was like you're this is the wrong person i said all right um <laughs> The hardest workout you ever done? Um. Okay, it was on Hollywood Beach. We were doing one k repeats, but the oh. wind was crazy strong that day, and 
there's also hella sand on the boardwalk. So like running, I would feel like I would take one step forward and it was like another step backward because I was sipping from the sand from the and from the wind. And it was cold. So we had to run in like hoodies. Um and like that that one hurt. I was after that workout I was debating if I really wanted to continue doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one. I feel like we always have those workouts that uh, make us contemplate our running career. But that's definitely one that would have also made me contemplate my running career. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, running on that boardwalk is rough. Like, yeah. I did a tempo out there one time, and it was not fun. Yeah. It's, and then on a speed workout, too, you're dodging people. Oh, it was something else. Yeah. Um, who's your – okay, as of right now, who is – not like currently, not of all time. Who's your favorite current runner? It could be sprinter, distance runner, jumper. Luis Orta. Um, it's I mean, it's just because he he came from like nothing really. You know, he came from actually we have the same hometown from Venezuela, Caracas. Woo. Um, so it's cool to know that there's like a runner that came from the same city I came from, or I was born from, and you know he he grew from nothing and then made it fast enough to run like D one like you know across the country. Um. And then now he's, you know, professional athlete and everything. And, like, he, he's just a big inspiration of mine. He's a I think what's, inspiration of mine. I think what's more – I don't even think the running – like, he's an impressive runner, but I think beyond him running, I think um, that he's made a living out of coaching. And, yeah. you know, he does the My Olympic Coach stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's what's more impressive about him to me, that um, he, made it, he made it so that – running would always be in his life even if he wasn't running competitively so he'll always have that yeah and the, the his training camps in kenya are really cool too he can like with chilimo yeah, yeah that's those are, that's cool yeah those are pretty dope i watched uh i watched a couple like you ever watch sweat elite sweat elite yeah oh uh, that rings a bell i watched a bunch of stuff and i was forget the name but I you should it. yeah if you go on youtube and, and just sweat it's a, a guy it's a like um an australian guy that runs the sweat elite he does he does a really good job with his workout videos so you should check it out definitely will um all right so it's the fourth question out of six what's your favorite event to run oh bro that's so hard oh man it could be cross country too you can say four by four or something much <laughs> honestly dude i love running the 400 or the four by four like <laughs> okay wait i gotta quit i gotta ask you what is your 400 Time. Add three seconds. And every discipline you add three <laughs> seconds, whatever they say. Oh, okay. On God, it was 55. Okay, okay. But it was, I can believe like, that. I mean, yeah, you're being uh, honest. <laughs> like, I hear. I, it was no block start. And then it was right after um, whatever event. I, some, it was a mile 800. I, yeah. I just remember running it tired as hell. Like, I didn't have enough break. Um, and it was, it was, a it was an open, uh, open 400. It wasn't a four by four. Oh, 800. Um, then. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, it, it could was, be either. No, 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 mile, mile, sorry. Yeah. It could, yeah. It was for points and, um, oh, yeah, no, it is the mile. Yeah. Cause yeah. 800 after the yeah. four. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a while. It was sort of like more the middle beginning of the season, but I just remember being tired and like not having any break for it. Um, that, and then also just finishing a two mile and then like, not even getting off the field and just running the four by four even though it sucked ass it was a lot of fun like i, I enjoyed it so okay our second fun. to last question um i know you talked about like a lot about like nutrition and stuff and um that being really important so what is your go-to pre-meat dinner 
free meat then i'm a chicken alfredo fettuccine is okay like but from food. where though from where yeah because i um, i always went to this one italian restaurant around my like around the corner from my crib i have two one of them is la toreta in weston you know work there is great i love that place and then uh pizza lovers was also a really good one it's also in weston um but I mean, since I worked in an Italian restaurant and I worked in the kitchen, my Filipino Alfredo is gasolina, <laughs> fire. So my thing, my like, I mean, when I broke 17, my Filipino was in my stomach. I'm just saying. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. And then uh, what's your favorite sports movie is our last question for you. Ooh. I'll tell you mine first. Uh-huh. It's not McFarland USA. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um because that's that's everybody's cliche, cliche go-to yeah. go uh answer for that question. Um at least every runner's go-to yeah. answer for that question. Uh I think my favorite sports movie is probably um probably Coach Carter, because I've watched Coach Carter like a million times. Mm. You ever seen Coach Carter? No, I don't think so. It's a basketball movie with Samuel L. Jackson. You should watch it. Good, it's a good movie. That or Rocky too. Well, oh, I need to. I, oh, that's a good one. You know, there's so many good sports movies. Like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Probably gonna go with Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> First one or second one? I think the original is better. Yeah, by far. <laughs> uh, but Hustle on Netflix with uh, Adam Sandler. That one, I've, I've watch been it. watching that one a few times. It's really good. And I think it's a Netflix original. It's really good. Yeah. I recommend watching it. Gotta watch it, bro. Yo, we mentioned a lot of like brands lately. Like, we gotta get yeah. some sponsors on this <laughs> podcast, now, bro. Like, I want the yeah. Runners Deep to check how many times yeah. David shot them out. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, those are all of our questions. Um, If you want to say anything else before we end this podcast, you go ahead. No, it's just uh, thank you guys for having me. And also thank both of you guys for being a huge, like, inspiration in my running career. Like, Garrett, from helping me decide that running is my way. And from Ryan, from just helping me from my, when we really became close, actually around this time last year, uh, when we did that long run a while ago. And, like, you know, you always tell me I always had trouble or anything. I always DM'd you, you know. Like, it, I just, I really appreciate both of you guys for everything you guys done. Um, and once again, thank you guys for having me. Of course, bro. And uh, with that, thank you, David, for uh, joining us on the podcast, guys. This is a Distance Theory podcast and signing out.